This episode of Country Squire Radio is brought to you by Missouri Meerschaum and thispipelife.com. We thank them for their support of this show, and we thank you for supporting them. Welcome to Country Squire Radio. I'm Bo. And I'm John David. JD. Hey, Bo. Good evening, man. Man, good evening to you, sir. How are you doing tonight? You know, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I took a little bit of the day off and uh, just uh, got back to the shop and, man, geared up for Country Squire Radio. I'm excited. It's a good thing. It took yeah. a little bit of the day off because uh, we got to address this here at the top of the show, but happy birthday uh. to Yes, yes. The Happy birthday. Number 33. To and, uh, you. You probably smelled the mothballs and aspirin when I walked Happy in. Happy birthday, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Tobacconist. Uh, hey, that's man. terrible. Happy birthday, brother. <laughs> Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, Dude, it's been good. It's been man. real good. So, uh, yeah, it's all. I, I was excited to get to spend um, spend my birthday with the uh, folks, you know, with our friends from Country Squire Radio and uh and and with you so uh yeah man yeah it's, now, we're, we're, we're here it's it's exciting man you uh you are you are a a, a legend in, in the local community and and beyond and well uh, it, your birthday is i think for a lot of us helps us to uh as anybody's birthday does help us to reflect on on that person and, and what that person means in our lives and i i just want to say man uh <laughs> you you were saying earlier before we went live uh, just how grateful you were that you had so many amazing people in your life. And uh, as one of those amazing people in your life, let me tell you, we are so grateful to have you in your life and in our lives as well. And you are. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> man. Uh, thank you. Thank you so much, man. It's been a, a big, uh, fun year. You know, the, the past year has been quite eventful. Uh, just buying the shop. I mean, the growth of Country Squire Radio and what we've done here with our community. And we've made so many incredible friends. And um, I, I don't know. I just have this feeling that, uh, that 2017 is going to be pretty special too. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll see where it goes, but I, I almost made a terrible mistake earlier. I was, uh, what? I, I was, I, it wasn't, it wouldn't have been a mistake, but I was searching around and, um, you know, our friends at Briar Lab, they have this, uh, awesome oh, yeah, site yeah, where, yeah. you know, they put together all these, uh, pipes from American artisan carvers and, you know, they've got just some of the best people on there. You'll find, you know, folks from Wayne Typen to, uh, you know, Ernie Markle and all these other guys. But anyway, they, they, uh, my friend, uh, Eric Klott, who, uh, was on there and, uh, just came out with this beautiful Dublin pipe with a, uh, gigantic, uh, cow horn, uh, shank extension. And I, I, I almost bought myself a $295 birthday present, but I, I, I didn't do it. I, I'm I, shocked. I'm, I'm thinking about it, but, right. <laughs> but it was so fine. And, and seriously, I would encourage and implore our listeners to, to go there and go ahead and purchase that pipe. So I'd no longer have to think, <laughs> have that as an option, but that's impressive uh, because yeah, honestly, Briar Light, they've got some cool, cool y- stuff. Y'all don't know how John David is. Like I, th- when he starts saying it's like, when he impulsive. gets his eye on a pipe, he'll tell people, like talk me out of buying this. And as you're formulating your argument for why he shouldn't buy it, because of course, you know, he's your friend and he's asked you to, to talk him out of something. The moment you begin the argument, he's like, I'm already checking out. It's already done. <laughs> it's already shifting on its way. I know it's terrible. I'll never forget that time we were uh, visiting with our, <laughs> our friends uh, at, at Lane and Scandinavian Tobacco Group in Atlanta. We're all uh, got into Atlanta real late. We're sitting over uh, you know, some cheap like Applebee's food oh, or whatever. Was, I can't even remember what it was. Not even that good. It yeah, was it was just yeah. it was pitiful. You know, and <laughs> we're uh, we're all exhausted. Hadn't even checked in the hotel room, and I get kind of quiet in the corner of the uh, of the booth. <laughs> And before you know it, I look up and I've, you know, they're like, what are you doing? And I've, I just purchased a, a, a $250 burden bear, a beautiful olive wood pipe. And it's gorgeous. And it's gorgeous. It's and and, and gorgeous. it was not a mistake at all. No, so. but I remember you rocking back and forth in your seat, trying to like, y'all talk me out of doing this. And then before the food arrived, you'd already bought it. This is, these are the, these are the struggles of the pipe smoker, the, the modern pipe smoker. That's what I'm telling you, man. Right. It's the enthusiast, the collective, the collector at all of us. I hear you, man. That's it. Well, hey, we also, we need to give a, a major shout out, by the way, a bit of a delayed uh thank you for a wonderful christmas present uh which is from uh, our, our g- good friend mark vv yeah uh, absolutely show now club member which we'll talk more about that in a moment uh but mark vv hooked us up for christmas this year with some uh, holiday spirits he, he uh, uh, <laughs> uh you know mark he, he knows he knows the way to our hearts is uh, not just through the tobacco avenue but also through the uh the liquid refreshments As, and, especially um, of the uh, the brown variety that's right that's right and uh man it was cool he brought us some some really awesome stuff actually uh I, i'd never seen this before it was a 
uh, and I, I forget it. It's in my office. I have to go get it later and, and tell you the name. But um, it, it's actually a Louisiana gin that was finished in a bourbon barrel. Man! Isn't that cool? Oh. So, yeah, I haven't even tried it yet. It just seems like something you wouldn't even want to mix with tonic. You'd probably just sip on ice. And, uh, man, I'm really excited about about cracking that open. So, man, yeah. yeah he, pretty uh, awesome. Yeah, uh, Mark VV knows me well. He sent me Buffalo Trace, which is uh, my, my favorite bourbon uh, as well recorded here on this podcast. So I, uh, you know, it, it's funny. Every time this happens, I'm just like, we, we can be bought. <laughs> <laughs> we can be bought. <laughs> it's really pitiful, but, but there's, yes, there's, there's uh, a point to that. When, when, if you're talking about with bourbon, it's like that Seinfeld episode when they're trying to figure out how to get Elaine to talk. They know the key to the combination that is the lockbox is <laughs> Peach schnapps. Oh, is it really? <laughs> so for us, what bur- is our peach schnapps? Bourbon right? and gin. That would be our schnapps. Uh, yeah, man. Well, uh, but yeah, big ups to Mark VV. We really appreciate it, brother. Uh, hey, and those of you who tuned in last week and uh, and heard the podcast last week, you heard the big announcement, which is that we have officially launched the Country Squire Radio Pipe Club. That's right. Um, man, can I just say before even getting into the the the, the facts of the matter? Yeah, yeah. We're blown away. Yeah, we we are yeah. honestly blown away by by the early response. Um, the, the fact that a lot of you guys have already showed up uh, to show your support for the show and also join us in creating uh, a wonderful community. We actually, we talked about this right before going live. Uh, and what we want to do is for everybody who has signed up so far and for everybody who joins the club this January uh, for this month. So basically, if you if you join the club this month, we want to consider you official founders of this club. You are an official pipe, uh, country squire radio pipe club founder. Um, and so we just want you, we want you to know that we, we see you guys as that. We appreciate that early adoption and, um, Y'all are so awesome. In fact, we got to give some shout outs, man. This is all really amazing. And like Bo said, we we really have been just blown away by this, humbled and honored and everything else. But um, yeah, so what, 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 where do we start? I mean, there's, there's I'm so much gonna, to Look, I'm so just going to run with. down the list. I'm going to start right with our, our Squire level members. That's this great. Our, our That's top great. tier uh, level members, Russ Hicks, Kurt Goodwin. Brian Hook, Mark VV, Joe Gibson, Rob Bowden, Casey Badgro, Chris... Oh, man, why am I the one reading these I know, it's a terrible decision. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Casey Casey Badro, Christopher Servant, uh, Matt Tresser, Mike, Joseph Bostick, Darren Collier, Rick Clone, Clohan? C-K-L-O-H-N. Help me out, brother. <laughs> we, we, we should make a requirement as part of the uh, pipe club that you have to spell your name phonetically. Uh, phonetically, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think that's wise. Um, uh, Steve Bentham, Justin, I, and, uh, and of course, Varge. So, uh, guys, thank you all so much. Those are our Squire-level members. And, John David, I'm actually going to get you after me butchering everybody's yeah, name. Yeah, you, 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 uh, you nailed it. Here, I, let me... Uh, our pipe pilgrims. Yeah. Man, and on the Pilgrim level, we've got uh, John Kurt Griffin, Ryan Phillips, uh, Ricky Olson, Jonathan Daly, Ben Ratliff, uh, Thomas Chase Abels, Joshua Lay, and John Patrick Wolf. And oh, awesome. um, man, it just—it's just amazing the uh, outpouring of support we've had for this. And um, yeah, so we we are thoroughly honored by you know just your involvement to make Country Squire Radio happen, and also uh, man just just see where this pipe club takes us. We're we're really excited about it. And you know, like we mentioned last week, and and for those of you who maybe didn't hear last week, uh, this is the beginning of something. This is something that we want to we want to mm-hmm. grow and build from the ground up, and it is going to be very much community driven. Um, we have opened up a Patreon account at patreon.com slash country squire radio, which is where you can go to join the pipe club to help create the show. Uh, we've got two different uh, member levels, a $3 per episode level, which is our pilgrim level, $5 per episode, which is our squire level. And then we also have for, if, if you're not able to do that, a way to support the show at just a dollar, uh, an episode, you're not necessarily a member of the club, but you are helping make this content happen. And so That's we right. really appreciate those who are doing this, but for club members specifically as kind of a, uh, a, a, welcome and a thank you and uh just kind of as a a kickoff gesture we've got a uh, a number of prizes a number of presents we will be giving away at random that's right uh during the next couple of episodes here yeah through through the month of january we mentioned last week that uh, this would be our first prize that we're giving away this week what what is it again we have a uh suge lighter uh this is the oki and it is a 135 dollar value lighter um 
not Suge, golly, Karibi. That's terrible. For the, to the to the folks at Karibi, I thoroughly apologize. But um, <laughs> and the folks at Suge, uh, we love you, but you didn't make this lighter. No, you didn't make that um, lighter. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's a beautiful lighter. It's got the old boy style kind of hammer and uh, flame there, and uh, of course, it comes out at an angle just made for your pipe. And um, the the thing I like most about this is it uh, is the built in tamper and uh, kind of reamer that that is associated with it. So uh, it's just a real classic uh, matte black flint lighter, um, $135 value. We wanted to give that away tonight uh, to one of our new club members. All right. And, and that person at random was picked out already. That's right. We picked it out at, at random already using one of those generate numbers, you know, zero between 20, you know, something, and then right. it comes up with the list and everything. <laughs> the winner of this particular prize club member at the Pilgrim level, Mr. Ricky Olson. Man, Ricky, congratulations, Congratulations, dude. Ricky. Yeah, that's great. Pretty man, Ricky. We, we appreciate you uh, joining the club, and, uh, man, we uh, are, are excited to uh, get your address and send you this brand new, uh, brand spanking new lighter. That's right. And so I'll be following up uh, with you, Ricky. I'll actually, this this week, throughout the week, all those, uh, those first uh, members, those names that we just mentioned, you'll be getting an email from me this week, which will contain your uh, your uh, club member avatar, if you want to use and, and put over your, your picture for Facebook, Twitter, that sort of thing, as well as your membership card. Now, I got to tell you, I'm really proud <laughs> of how our club member cards turned out. And I don't know if it's going to show I think they came out up. great. I don't know if it's going to show up here on the uh, on the camera or not for the live show, but uh, that is that one mine. Yep, that one's mine right there. <laughs> so I'm really excited to get those out. Those will be customized with your names on them, as well as your. Uh, there's a, a serial number. That's right. Type thing, just so you know that That's it right. is you you your unique uh, self with the number in which you you join the club and, and all that kind of great stuff. So uh, really excited to get those out. Look for those this week uh, to all of our members. And uh, and when I do that, I'll also follow up with you to get some of y'all's. Con- a little bit more contact information um, and ways that we can kind of get in touch with you uh, to send said prizes from time to That's time. That's right. So, That's right. Uh, absolutely. Well, thank y'all so much. We're really excited about that. Congratulations to Ricky. That's and, right. And uh, and yeah. And man, at, at the end of the show too, we will uh, actually announce, uh, we're going to do this for the next three weeks. So we've got three more prizes we'll be giving away. And I'm really excited about the fourth week's prize. It's going to be, it's going to be sweet, but uh, all, all these are sweet. But, um, but anyway, at the end of today's uh Today's episode, we'll uh, talk about what uh, what we're giving away next week for brand new club members. If you join the uh, club at the Pilgrim level or the Squire level, you'll be entered for that and um, and have your chance to win. So, and it, and if you've already entered, you know it's not like this week was one and done for you. You're still in the running for the rest of the month. That's so, right. Um, so that's that's great. But anyway, Ricky, congrats and uh, man, we just just can't thank all of you enough for uh, helping us uh, make this make this a reality. That's right, man. Yep. Well, hey, we've got a fun show tonight. We yes, are. We talking about the cutty pipe that's right uh you know one of my favorite things about this this podcast one of the favorite subject matter is whenever we take a look at various pipes uh pipe shapes uh manufacturers as well but but especially pipe shapes because there is something uh interesting to me that given all of the different uh, custom jobs that you can do and the different things that you see in the pipe world uh that there are shapes that kind of rise to the top in popularity and have kind of this prolonged history. And I'm always very curious as to where that came from. A couple <laughs> yes, of epi- you are. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of episodes ago, we actually talked, of course, about one of uh, the most famous pipe heroes of all, which is Santa Claus. And, uh, and specifically in the iconic imagery of him smoking a long kind of church warden-esque yeah. cutty-shaped pipe. That's right. And uh, and I looked at that, I was like, I, I want to know more about this. And you kind of gave me that look of, I hate you. Why? Why? <laughs> <laughs> but but Bo's referring to this uh, kind of dance that we have. You know, we always talk about uh, you know what episodes we're going to do, topics we're going to cover, and, um, and and we some of our most popular episodes, especially feedback from from y'all, are uh, centered around the pipe shapes, That's just right. the shapes of pipes that we do. You know, whether it be uh, I know we've talked about the bulldog before and uh, Rhodesians and Umpals and other things, but um, it, it, Bo loves these episodes. I do. And I have trouble with these episodes because I, I, I struggle with knowing how to describe a shape over. <laughs> there's a lot of things I can describe, you know, it, it, with, you know, uh, poetic imagery, but but a pipe shape is just not particularly one of them. I, I'm just I'm bad at this. And so uh, it's kind of like my face is made for radio. You know, I, I don't know if a pipe shape thing is, is necessarily made for a podcast, but, but apparently it is. Appa- apparently heavily. it is. And and, <laughs> and and apparently our listeners disagree, too. So um, but yeah, we wanted to talk about the Cuddy this week. And um, 
This is a shape that is ancient. Uh, it, it is an ancient shape pipe, uh, but it is also a very popular shape pipe, uh, certainly at the moment. It's kind of interesting how this has uh, evolved as it's come around. So, uh, man, we're uh, glad to talk about the Cuddy tonight. Um, this is a pipe, of course, that uh, dates all the way back to the beginning of tobacco in the Western Hemisphere. Really? So, wow. you know, think, uh, you know, right after, when did Columbus come over? 1492? Yeah, 1492. Um, yeah, but we can't talk about Columbus anymore, though, because he was, yeah. But anyway, um, you know, but we had we had Columbus, and, and then, you know, we opened up the New World, and all, all these, uh, you know, Spaniards and Portuguese started bringing these... Uh, tobacco's back over and 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 people Europeans didn't really know what to do with it you know they kind of uh, they even imprisoned people because they had uh they were breathing fire and all this other stuff and they had no idea how to how to take this but you know eventually as tobacco usage kind of caught on uh you know the mass production of pipes caught on and so we're talking the um the early uh, 16th century here, the early 1500s. I mean, think about, you know, this is pre-Reformation. This is, uh, you know, just the age of uh, exploration and empire and all these other things. Uh, you know, just uh, lots of awakening going on across Europe in, in a, lot of, uh, a lot of ways. And so, uh, and, and this pipe uh, was prolific throughout that era. Mm. And it was just a very uh, common, common shape. And, and part of that was just because it was just so easy to make. So, uh, yeah, a cutty, uh, I guess we'll d- kind of describe the shape here. Um, if you can think of a pipe that has a very slight bend to it, uh, I'm holding my uh, Savinelli uh, cutty here tonight. It's a petite cutty. This is actually the Punta Oro edition uh, petite. Um, but it's a, it's a petite cutty. It, this one uh, is kind of a short pipe, but, you know, think you know, four four or 500 years ago, these pipes were typically a good bit longer, really longer. and made of clay. And, and the cutties have just a very, very slight bend to it, not even a quarter bend. Um, and then there's always a, a cant on the forward part of the bowl. So you've got a um, not quite an—you might call the bowl—see, and this is where I struggle with this. You might call the bowl egg-shaped. Um, it may be a little taller than an egg, but then it's canted forward. The, the, the bowl is always canted, uh, canted forward. Yeah. And think, and think about like a barrel that's kind of tipping, tipping over to the side. Yeah. Not all the way tipping, just tipping just, just a little bit. Just enough to, yeah. Uh, just, just to kind of get the smoke out of your face and yeah. that, and that, and honestly, that's kind of what the point was. You know, you've got, um, you know, these pipe molds that they would use, they'd put this clay in these molds and that just became a real common shape. And, you know, there might've been, uh, you know, kind of a uh, early manufacturing convenience to that shape as well so but um but yeah so you you had the cutty and it canted forward typically made of clay just a slight bend to it um and you know this is an easy shape to make uh certainly uh if you're dealing with um you know a, a clay as a medium also you know that can't forward it it just kept the smoke and the ashes kind of out of your out of your um you know, face and all that kind of stuff. But the nice thing about the cutty is that you've got to think, okay, these pipes that we were using, um, you know, back in the 1500s, they're, they're thin walled, they're clay, they're going to burn really, really hot. And the cutty is nice because it almost always is comfortable to grab uh, on the shank uh, as opposed to on the bowl. So that you can, you can grab a cutty by the bowl, but cutties are almost, almost perfectly designed to grab on the shank of the pipe. Um, and, and so it's just a really nice uh, feature ergonomically for uh, folks, particularly if it's a long pipe. You can kind of envision uh, holding this pipe uh, far away from your face uh, with the with the smoke kind of going off in the other direction, and you're just grabbing it by the stem of the pipe. Yeah. So uh, real real nice and convenient. You mentioned that it's kind of seeing a, a bit of a, a renaissance in popularity right now. Uh, and, and you mentioned the one in your hand is kind of a what would be considered a petite, a sort uh, of smaller. Yeah, well, this is uh, Savinelli's version of... Of a uh, cutty, and it's a uh, it's in their petite line. So, well, um, but yeah, yeah, you do see a, a lot of a lot of pipes uh, that have the cutty shape tend to be smaller pipes. Yeah, right. So yeah. I'm, I'm kind of curious. I mean, are they ever big pipes? Oh yeah, yeah. I've seen chunky ones as well. Really? So, okay. um, you know, and and I think that's where some of the uh, cutty is getting its popularity back. You've got uh, we're in the age of. Uh, you know, artisan pipe carvers here, not just in America, but across the world. And they're kind of revisiting some of these old shapes to, to get new takes on them. And for whatever reason, the cutty uh, has just become a real popular one to, to go back to. And so um, you've got a lot of folks, I think, that are that are experimenting with that. Um, about 150 years ago, as 
Briar, you know, became the medium of choice for pipe makers and, uh, and therefore became more sturdy. Um, cutties started to change a little bit. A lot of these older pipes and even the ones that you see with Santa Claus featured and, and things like that, when you see a cutty, a lot of times they'll have this little uh, boot or they yeah. call it they called a spur yeah, yeah. On, on the bottom and I, I always it's thought like that was stiletto. neat it's it, yeah it is, it is. It's, <laughs> it's, it's the high heels of the pipe world right, right 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 but uh yeah but man don't ever tell a cutty smoker I said that but <laughs> um but yeah so so you had this you had this pipe with this little spur on the bottom and and the beauty of that it, it served a couple of purposes like I mentioned earlier the the cutty gets real hot uh or old-fashioned cutties do because these are uh, small pipes typically made of clay and so it gives you something that's not associated with the heat to grab onto which is kind of mm-hmm. nice uh, but also and I think what was probably more useful for this is because the wall of that pipe was so thin uh, particularly down there towards the bottom that spur uh, just allowed for a little bit more of a uh, kind of protective barrier if you're going to, you know, sit your pipe down or knock the ashes out oh, okay. or something like that. Yeah. It was just, you know, it, it basically protected the most uh, tender part of that pipe, if that makes sense. So th- think of just kind of a, um, you know, we, we have furniture and, uh, you know, a lot of times you'll see uh, little uh, rubber things on the bottom of the furniture to kind of protect it from the ground and that kind of thing. You can almost think of it that way. Um, your pipe, particularly clay pipes with that thin wall at the very bottom of this cutty shape, uh, is just going to be real tender, particularly when it's hot. And so anytime you just set it down, you just don't have to worry about it quite as much because you've got that little uh, that little uh, boot on the bottom. Does it actually balance given the fact that, you know, typically it does have the bend and the stem? And- yeah, that's the thing. Most, most of the little spurs that you'll find don't uh, balance. It just kind of serves as a as a little almost like a knocker type just, thing, yeah. So so, so you wouldn't yeah you wouldn't even it, you, you wouldn't even see it uh, sit necessarily on the spur. It's kind of funny, but um, it, you know my modern uh, manufacturers that make cutties with these spurs on the bottom uh, have experimented. Some of them have put little magnets in the spur uh, where it'll kind of sit uh, on a uh, on a specially made uh, kind of stand made just for it, you know, and things like that. Interesting. So, yeah, you've you've seen people take different takes on these things. Uh, Rattray's pipes, uh, of course, which are uh, Scottish inspired, they uh, have a beautiful line of cutties with just a real nice kind of uh, uh, a metal heel on the bottom there. And, and, and other, other manufacturers have done, done that as well, but, uh, real, real pretty. So, um, uh, you know, 150 years ago though, as Briar kind of took on more popularity in the carving world or in, in the pipe making world, um, you know, the material got a lot more, uh, robust, a lot more, uh, you know, sturdy and you just didn't have to worry about it as much from a, um, you know, from a breakage standpoint, because briar is just, that's why we use it for pipes. It's such yeah. an amazing wood. Um, and so you start to lose that boot in in the design. It's almost like a the human appendix or something, you know. It's like <laughs> as as people, you know, kind of uh, change, you didn't have a need for that as much. And so, um, you know, you, you didn't have to have the boot on the bottom. And so, uh, because the pipes were just more, um, more sturdy. So, but in homage to, you know, some of those older, styles and and also just uh because it's cool looking a lot of carvers and manufacturers will still put that spur or boot on the bottom of the of the pipe which so, is really nice so really i mean at this day, stage in the game if if you see that boot it's a stiletto but i mean if you see that pipe stiletto if you see that little uh that little uh, whatever you want to call it like hanging off the bottom of it it's really more of a design choice. It's it's not. Yeah, it, it doesn't serve any kind of functional in, purpose. In some sense, today it's an anachronism. You know, you might find folks that would think it would be useful because they can, you know, knock their pipe in a certain way or something. But, but I think uh, I think overall today that would be uh, considered a, a stylistic thing, or you know, at best an anachronism. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So, um, fun shape though. It's one of those that uh, just it, it it just reeks of you know. 16th and 17th century just you know uh gentlemen walking into you know a uh, english pub or something like that uh you know all your old tavern pipes that were uh you know associated with uh the bar at the time and uh that would be shared among patrons you know these were all cutty shaped pipes and so they were just uh just real accessible very um you know prolific and uh, you saw them all over the place. They were uh, because they were so common. They were easy to replace and things of that nature. But um, just such a such a romantic pipe and and something I think that um, 
is uh, is is obviously popular again today. Yeah, you know, so. the shape itself, especially with the stiletto, always reminds me <laughs> in my head. Can't get over that. Well, it just is what it is. But it, it does. It like whenever whenever I think about a cutty of that style and that shape, I'm, in my head, if I was told to just picture that, it would be clay. Um, you know, there's yeah. In fact, yeah, I get that. I was actually kind of surprised to learn that you know those those clay pipes with the with the appendage uh that that actually there has to be a name for that it's a boot it's, is that is that really what it's it a, is it's a boot or the spur all right that is what it is all right so the stiletto <laughs> <laughs> but but point being that like somewhere somewhere glp is 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 listening to this podcast and oh, he's just he like I'm these sorry. guys are complete idiots I'm right sorry, <laughs> <laughs> we love you <laughs> poor greg but uh but no but seriously like the uh you know i i'd never realized that there was a relationship between the cutty and uh, the cutty of today the more modernized cutty sure and, and the the more what i guess what i would consider the clay cutty yeah in terms of that yeah. style and shape yeah and, you know the the pipe that you hold in your hand right now the petite i believe that uh, caleb the intern uh, also has one from that series as well he does yeah sure and does. Uh, in fact actually earlier tonight he was uh he was, he was smoking that pipe he was smoking yeah. he actually let me have a couple of puffs of it he's been working on a really uh, a cool blend and everything and so uh and that was actually my first time actually smoking a cutty pipe and i really enjoyed it i mean like you say especially with those petite lines they are much smaller so it does seem to me that it'd be easier for them to heat up that's a right a little bit faster um, as, as a good friend told me, uh, one time our, our friend Crimson Rat, uh, in Memphis, you know, he, we were discussing this, uh, you know, these small old fashioned pipes like this. And he said, uh, Tyler said, you know, this is a kind of pipe that will teach you how to smoke a pipe. Ooh. Because if you, again, a, a pipe that is a small frame pipe that has a medium to small size bowl and uh, the walls of the chamber are relatively thin. If you can smoke a pipe like this comfortably, mm. you've arrived. You, you have arrived. It's it's one of those pipes where you know you have you have you have arrived if you can take a a pipe that's that hard to smoke cool and comfortably and and yet do it. All right. Well, now I want one. Just yeah, I, I know, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I, Bo, I mean, have you, Bo, have you arrived? I think so. I mean, because because I'll sell you a cutty tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I mean, like you know, like I said, I was only a couple of puffs, but I was smoking it like I didn't have any kind of challenge out of it. Or well, like that. What, what's funny? What's interesting? And I, I'd be I'd be interested to hear if any of our listeners uh, have had this same experience. But but you know, we mentioned earlier the cutties can't forward. They have yeah. this cant that goes forward, like you you mentioned the uh, kind of a barrel that uh, tilts to the That's tilts right, to the yeah. the foreground and so um it, a lot of folks in myself included struggle to keep pipes lit that have any kind of angle like that um and and so you got to think okay if you're you know it, it's it's one thing if you've got a billiard pipe or something that just sticks straight out and you know the the ashes burn from the top to the bottom uh, of the bowl and it just kind of makes sense but in a cutty because the bowl can't forward you're Ashes are kind of burning at an angle. Does that make sense? So yeah, you, you oh, so you've yeah. kind of got the the flame is kind of you almost have to have in in my case anyway to keep it lit, kind of tamping it uh, in an odd odd direction just to keep the the ashes moving in the proper direction and and the um, unlit tobacco kind of tamped in the right right direction. So I don't know. It's one of those uh, shapes that as much as I love, I, I kind of have trouble keeping cutties lit because of that odd bowl shape. And I, I, I've heard that from other people. I'd be interested to know if any of our listeners have experienced that too. What, what's the kind of pipe that has kind of the shield on the front? And I, I don't mean the ones that actually have the, the, the thing that you put on top of it, but like, it's kind of like uh, higher in the front and shorter in the back. Oh, well, Reverse yeah. mullet style. Reverse, you know, the, the reverse mullet stiletto. Right. right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're just inventing new pipe terms. Tonight. I think we just invented a new pipe. Uh, right the, the, the reverse mullet stiletto, obviously. Uh, yeah. No, we. Um, I I know the I know the shapes you're talking about. Actually, Dunhill made a shape like that. Yeah. Uh, at, around the turn of the last century, that was extremely popular. Uh, and I forget what they called it, but they it had this. Uh, uh, the, you know, kind of thing where, you know, if you're riding in your, uh, brand new, you know, motorized vehicle, yeah, uh, you know, yeah, it, yeah. it had that kind of uh, front shield that would protect it from the wind and that type of thing. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm familiar with what you're referring to. Well, I just, I think of that specifically because it was invented to keep the wind out yeah. of your pipe and sure. with the cutty with it's pointing forward, you know, if the wind is blowing directly at you, like it's, it's, it's gotta be going to some extent during that chamber. It's right? going in your pipe. Yeah. Yeah. 
So uh, I, I don't know. It's like the opposite of the um uh, of the uh, what, what did we just call it the the buggy whip stiletto or whatever the, the you mullet call it. stiletto the mullet sti- reverse yeah, yeah, mullet yeah. stiletto the reverse <laughs> mullet stiletto that's that's a pipe some right pipe there. carver get on that yeah <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna get, mock it up tonight get, get on that <laughs> <laughs> well it's a beautiful pipe man I, yeah, I really do like that it's style. a great shape it, it certainly is one that. Uh, if you are a um, you know person that loves uh, connectedness with the past and all that, it, I mean, it's the most it, in the Western Hemisphere anyway. It's the most ancient shape that we have. So and, I mean, so that really um, would be kind of the first Western pipe shape. It, it, it's the one that was adopted with any frequency. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Interesting. Um, yeah. That, that's it. Yep, we love the cutting. Sure do. Cutting up on the Cuddy tonight. Waka waka. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> uh, you know, it's interesting enough, you know, talking about Cuddy pipes and then uh, kind of transition a little bit to a pipe that's sponsoring this show, which is not a Cuddy. That's right. Uh, but also kind of a unique shape unto itself. Boy, tell me about it, right? And that is uh, that is the pipe. Uh, what's it called? Yeah, this is the uh, Cobb. Cigar Cob Pipe. Uh, it's a collaboration from our friends at Missouri Mirsham, That's of right. Course, uh, and Chris Morgan uh, from Morgan Pipe. So uh, Chris, um, Chris, over the years, obviously uh, got real uh, popular experimenting with these, uh, you know, briar pipes that were in the shape of cigars. And so, you know, he would make these briar, uh, briar pipes that kind of had this figurato style uh, cigar, really unique, you know, just interesting. You kind of load the bowl from the front. Uh, and then tamp the ashes inward as you kind of worked your way through the pipe. And uh, so he collaborated with our friends at Missouri Meerschaum to make his briar or his uh, his cob cigar. And uh, man, it's just it's just a fantastic little pipe. It's something super unique. And if you're a cigar smoker that wants to dabble in pipes, or if you're a pipe smoker that's looking for something just uh, really interesting and kind of unique, uh, the the cob cigar is is for you. It only retails for right underneath twenty bucks, and uh, just a great value. Uh, it comes with a little cork, which you can kind of put in the end if oh, you want. Oh, it comes with the cork. It does. It oh, does. That's you cool. can you yeah. can poke that in the end to kind of save your tobacco for later, or if you you know smoked half a bowl and don't want to get the ashes in your pocket or something. Uh, just real nice. It's got a, a you know just a real sharp acrylic uh, stem on that, and uh, and and it's cool. You, you're going to tamp this from the front. Uh, while you're smoking it, and and the the trick to this pipe, and you know our friends at Missouri Meerschaum make this very clear, is that you're going to want to rotate this pipe while you're smoking it, um, which which is um, multi purpose it's oh, going to help you the stem it's going to help you right okay, yeah the yeah, stem, yeah, the stem yeah, shape yeah, yeah. is uh is just real uh symmetrical literally 360 degrees and so you know you can rotate this cigar you know cob as you're smoking it that'll help you keep it lit but it'll also help you protect the the actual cob the you know the the vegetable <laughs> as it were so uh if you'll if you'll rotate it like that your uh your cob cigar will last uh, a much longer time and um and, and also you'll have more luck keeping it lit but it's just a beautiful piece it's something super unique that uh you can add to your collection and uh, i think our friends at missouri Meerschaum and uh and morgan pipes they just nailed this this particular design are so. they related I don't think so. Okay, all right. Just, well, they might be. Yeah, I mean, like, like biologically. Actually, they might be. I was. I, we'll have to look into that. We ought to ask Phil. We should ask. Yeah, I don't know. Beautiful pipe, as are all the pipes over at uh, the from the good folks at Missouri Meerschaum. If you have not picked up a Missouri Meerschaum pipe, what a what a pipe to start off with. You gotta <laughs> check it out. The cigar cigar pipe, and if you if you've got one, smoke it this week. Uh, go on Twitter. Tweet us that picture. We will retweet it. It's a great way to show the folks at Missouri Meerschaum you appreciate them uh, sponsoring this show, and uh, we appreciate them doing so as well. So That's right. Check them out, Missouri Meerschaum. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. 
Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Pipe question of the week. Alrighty. Pipe question of the week this week comes in from me. Oh, man. I've got a pipe question of the week. I'm sure this is going to be a doozy. <laughs> All right. So I've been recently... There are no stupid questions, just stupid people. Well, and I, I, I do qualify. I think I'll qualify for both tonight, I'm sure. Uh, but but here's the thing. So I, I've lately I've been going through my pipes. I've been um, going through and I've, I've kind of laid them out. I even made a, a quick video... <laughs> of like yeah. like crawling over all of these uh these beautiful pipes. That's great. And well the the thing is I it's was good to assess the collection occasionally. Well I was, I was trying to think of you know it's it's that whole you know we're not quite in the spring yet but I'm trying to like think okay do I need to give some of these away? Do I need to, you know, sh- should I should I sell some of my older pipes? Yeah, maybe yeah. swap out for some fresh stock or something. Well, yeah. I mean, it's just one of these things where I've got so many beautiful pipes that have been gifted to me. And then I had these pipes that I purchased before, you know, the era of the show. Right. That don't have as much, or at least I didn't think at the time, they had as much significant value. Sure. But then when I go in and I kind of think about, like, which one of my babies am I going to give away? <laughs> I can't do it, man. Like, it's it's I, I start remembering when I bought the pipe and why I bought the pipe and the vision that I had of myself smoking. <laughs> this pipe and, and like I was like oh immediately I want to go back and re-smoke all of these pipes uh, these doggone little briar pieces they just get their grubby little paws all over our heart man it's <laughs> they, terrible yeah they do <laughs> uh and it was uh it's interesting because one one of the uh my, my first ever pipe I thought I had lost up until uh this last past week when I found it yeah which was great I was so happy to find that and get that back uh but what the second pipe I ever bought and I don't remember the brand of it uh and that's that's terrible um, but it's a long, straight church warden pipe. It's, okay. It's not, it's not too terribly long. It's about, you know, uh, eight inches or so. Okay. Whatever, yeah. whatever that about, that about is. Yeah. Eight to 10 inches, something S- like that. Somewhere in there. And it's very, very small bowl, very, very small bowl. But I specifically got it because at the time I wanted to, uh, I was painting and I wanted to paint and smoke a pipe and right. I wanted kind of a small bowl of tobacco. Right. And I love this pipe. I absolutely love it. I, it was the one I was going to try to give away and then I decided I couldn't give it away because I love it too much. <laughs> but I was looking over this and this has always bought me since the first time that I bought it, even you know years down the road to now. Yeah. And it's one of these pipes that has been stained pitch black. Okay. I mean, just pitch black, which okay. I really, really like because it it matches the the stem. Like it's just black from from the stem all the way to the bowl, except for on the base where there's natural that natural wood briar color on the base, and it almost looks as if it was scraped off, okay, or perhaps intentionally left unstained. Uh, so that the the manufacturer could you maybe know, could put a, a logo or a, yeah, some kind of stamp there something something okay. there okay I hate that I hate that there's this one <laughs> spot of it is it blank it, it, does it have anything written in that area or kind is of. it just okay I mean it's like just, it's 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 not you not, don't know if it's been just distressed and therefore you can't read it or if it's uh you know it just intentionally like you said left that way exactly exactly so so I'm I'm left in kind of this situation my guess is that based on the fact that. You know, if if it if in fact it has been stained to this this effect, you know, the stain would have actually seeped into the wood. So even if it was scratched off, it would have to get in fairly deep to show such you know clear, uh, uh, you know, natural wood colors. Right. So from that standpoint, I gotta I gotta guess that it was intentionally left unstained. Here's my pipe question: I want that to be covered up. I want the whole thing to be black. What do I do to cover that up to match that? Is it paint? Is it stain? How do I yeah you, restain my pipe? Yeah, you want to you want to get rid of that that deal. That's yeah. Right. Well, it, unfortunately, you you probably are going to have to restain the entire pipe. The I mean, entire that, pipe. That's the thing. I mean, you, you know, you could try to find uh, maybe some. A lot of these pipe carvers they're using leather dye. That's what they use to stain pipes. You're going to get oh, really? a, it, it. It just it stays on the pipe. It's real consistent. Um, I don't know the uh, chemistry of it or anything like that, but I just know that that's what a lot of these carvers use, and it's the best. Um, my, my guess is it's going to be difficult for you to try to match a stain uh, with the existing stain on there and therefore just stain this little part of it and make it look good at all. My, I think if you tried to do that, you'd probably... Uh, you know, you, you would probably be just as unhappy with the result of that as you are currently with the, you know, it, 
uh, what your pipe looks like. So yeah. Um, but but if it's pitch black, having though. said that, yeah, I mean that's the thing. Like pitch black uh, with a little blue in it, or pitch black with extra black. Or I mean, I don't know. I mean, there's you know. We think black is black, but then when you put it on a pipe and it's not. <laughs> well, okay. So fair enough, fair I, enough. I, I think I think what you'd have to do, unfortunately, is is re, refinish the entire pipe. Gosh, um, and what okay. that would take is for an artisan to actually sand it down, uh, and then and then restain the pipe. Now that happens all the time. We uh you know we use a pipe repairman uh in Tennessee that does that kind of thing. Our friend uh, Reborn Up and in uh, in Canada, man, he I'm sure would be a pro at doing something like that, where you just take the entire finish off the pipe and then restain it in whatever uh, whatever color you want he could match it as close as he could to the old stain or he could you know pick you a brand new stain if you wanted something uh you know maybe a little uh you know lighter color or something crazy like a green or whatever i mean you know you could you could do it whatever you wanted to Man. Uh, but I, I i do think you know the best bet for you is going to be uh to do that i think any other option you do if you try to just monkey with that one area on the bottom of the pipe you're going to be disappointed in what it looks like and you know i've seen people mm. try to you know fool with their pipes and and you know even like you mentioned uh just you know trying to paint your pipe or something like that there are painted pipes out there yeah. there's painted pipes that are you know that are beautiful but you know they are what they are and um you know actually there's some really premium pipes that are painted that are that are really neat looking but you know as far as paint to compare with that the rest of that stained uh briar i, I think you're gonna have a hard time with that so um man if it bugs you that bad get your pipe restained okay all yeah. right well all right <laughs> I, I have a guy for you it'll, right, it'll work I'm out gonna, fine. i'm gonna throw in a bonus question that's completely unrelated to that first question all right just let's say that somebody wanted to paint their pipe what kind of paint would they want to get for that pipe that's a that's a great question that the tobacconist uh doesn't have an answer okay for. fair enough. yeah uh right. you know who would be a good uh a good resource for that um would be our friend uh candy at candy's uh custom cob that's right because she paints pipes all the time yeah and that that's her deal so uh, yeah we might have to reach out to someone like her to to ask about that all right so, cool because yeah. I'm, I'm just saying like you know yeah, maybe you go find you a little paint and just give it the old college try and then if it doesn't work out you get a refinish telling them last week they can use a rusted nail to tamp their pipe <laughs> Telling me I have to go and take there's, off and sand down and redo there's, everything. There's people all over America that are, have tetanus now because I told them to tamp their pipe with a rusted nail. <laughs> we know some good all lawyers. It'll world. be fine. Yeah, all over the world. Uh, sir. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Well, you know, there's tort reform and all that, so maybe we'll be okay. Well, thank you for uh, answering my pipe question of the week. Uh, and hey, if you've got a pipe question of the week, you can send it in. Uh, send it into the show, Facebook, Twitter, or you can send it directly in show at Country Squire Radio. Com. Quick, quick fire, fire with, with the squire. squire. Quick fire question. Ow! All right, man. We are uh, we're wrapping up the quick fire question sent in from uh, Mango Andy. Dude, Andy's sent in some good ones, man. Man, he really a whole did. slew of them. He's got a whole bunch of them. Yeah, here. these are, these have been great. This is the the last round of them. So let's let's see what he's got. All right, what bring you got? us on home. Yep. Atlantic coast or Pacific coast? Uh, Pacific coast because it's more exotic and I have less experience with it. Oh, I mean, I like the Atlantic coast too. Actually, I like both coasts, but. Okay. So the Atlantic coast is the one. <laughs> Bo, but we're not going to have this conversation. I, I don't want to be associated with this. No, conversation. no, no, no. It's cool. It's cool. It, I know. It, look, what I'm saying is I know the difference between the Atlantic and the Pacific coast. Right. Right. But for our listeners who may not know the difference. Okay. Why don't you clarify by telling them that the Pacific coast is the one that's on California. It. It's the coast on California. It's the yeah, Calif you, you could not have said that better. <laughs> it is. It is the coast that's on California. That that you, you nailed it. All right. All right. 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 Uh, around the uh, P Pacific Ocean. That that's right. Uh, I've only seen that coast once. It was beautiful. Um, I'll, I'll go with that one. Okay. Good. Okay. Good. Let's move on to the next one. <laughs> yes, please. Water skiing or snow skiing? Uh, I've never done either. Can you believe that? You know, uh, yeah, I, I guess I can believe that. I've never, I'm actually, it's kind I've of surprising. Actually, I've actually never done either. Yeah, growing up as close to water as I have, you'd think at least I've gone water skiing. But um, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start with water skiing. I'm, I'm not a huge fan of the cold. Okay. So uh, I, we'll, we'll start with, with water skiing. This, this has been a rough week for you. It has been. It's been, <laughs> frankly, kind of dreadful. You, you've been, you've been tubing though, right? Oh yeah, like that's what we do. Oh, down yeah, here. that doesn't count. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, yeah. I got tubing or whatever. And that's just uh, you can do that drinking a beer. That's that's a great thing. <laughs> that's a great thing. Uh, for me, man, I I definitely uh, I've only been I've been snow skiing. It was terrifying. 
there's just something about the fact that you're flying. You could easily fly off the side of the mountain at any moment if you're not doing what's <laughs> what you're supposed to be doing. Um, so I guess I would try water skiing between okay. the two. Okay. I'm going to go with the unknown. Good. I'm okay. Go with the unknown. Uh, would you rather give up your cell phone or your home air conditioning? Uh, cell phone. I, I'd, I'd probably voluntarily give up my cell phone for a few days anyway, you know, just to like kind of detox. If I'm being honest, man, I think I'd rather give up the air conditioning. You're going to have to move then. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'll that, move. That, yep. do- that dog won't hunt down here. <laughs> yep. Yep. You're right. I'll have to move. It's, it, it's like, you know, the person from out of state, he's like, man, he comes down here and it's like, it's amazing where people can live these days. It's, just, <laughs> it's unbelievable. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. But no, I mean, I, I would ra- I would literally rather move to a different climate. Than give up your cell phone. Than give up my cell phone. Okay. That's fair. Uh, maybe that's maybe that's a problem. I don't know. Uh, I would, know some good counselors that'll work out. Uh, that's good they're all tweeting they're all tweeting in right now right uh would you rather hang out with your great great grandparents or your great great grandchildren oh wow what a great question great question uh i think my great great grandchildren Mm -hmm. i gosh what a great question i know that is like i almost feel like i need to uh write an essay like kind of fleshing out my own thoughts on that or something yeah Yeah, i mean that that's that's fascinating how much could we learn from our grandparents but then also um how much could we uh maybe i don't know uh, direct or at least uh inform our our grandchildren i I don't know well you gotta think about it fascinating (sighs) great so i guess Here's here's why I'm going to go grandchildren. Yeah, I, I'm I'm very curious as to the legacy that I lead and what if all at all impact it'll have on that legacy. You know, like what what sure. impact I actually have at that level? Because if you think about going back that many generations, um, you know that, that's that's curious. Because thinking back, if if I could sit down and have a talk with my great great grandparents, the further you go back, grandparent wise, the more of them there are. That's right. You know what I mean? Like it, it spreads out. So you'd almost be walking into a room with like a group of like a, a whole room full of people. Right. Um, uh, and so I think I think I'm going to go with the great great grandkids as well. OK, that is that is a fantastic. That's a, that's question. a great question. That, that's that's uh, real quickly as an aside. I this for some reason, this question reminds me of a fact that I may have mentioned on air before. But um, did you know John Tyler uh, who was president in the middle of the 1800s? Uh, he took office in 1841. He has a living grandson today. Wow! Like today, a a person that was president in 1841. Oh, a living grandson has a grandson alive oh, today. Wow. But still, you do the math on that. Like this, this was a president that was born in 1790. And Somebody's he has a grandson. Those late in life kids, right there. I'm just saying. Like, think about that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, kind of, kind of fascinating. That yeah. is, that is fascinating. As an aside. Yeah. All right, man. And last question: uh, Would you rather spend a week in a space shuttle or a week in a submarine underwater? Space shuttle. No, Absolutely. no doubt about it. Yeah. I, I actually underwater. It is. Um, it's fascinating. You know, the, that does fascinate me. I, that would be appealing in its own way. But, um, man, the space shuttle. I, I gotta give me the stars any day of the week. I yeah. mean, like, just I'm, a, to, I'm kind of a space nerd anyway, you know, you know, so so am I. And I mean, I would choose definitely space shuttle. But this last uh, right on Boxing Day, the day after Christmas, um, my wife and I took the kids down to New Orleans and saw the uh, the, you know, the aquarium. Yeah. And I mean, it's it's gorgeous. But like you're reminded of just like how amazing like and how much unexplored the ocean is. It, we know more about our solar system than we do the bottom of the Isn't ocean. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it's kind of terrifying and so like you know there is there's an aspect of like i'm i'm I'm, i I couldn't do it and i don't i don't think i would ever necessarily want to but i am fascinated about the idea of like you know just buried treasure you know like we talked about you know we talked about it a couple times but they they unearthed this pirate ship and found all of these pipes like like buried it is really cool the pirate it is really cool and so like you know what what else can we discover you know, and, and especially just during that during that entire era of all of these ships that were sunken down to the bottle of, bottom of the sea, and and what could be down there? I don't know, man. I, I I think there is kind of something fascinating about the research that can be done uh, underwater. But if you're talking about me spending a week, 
Send me to space. Yeah, baby. bring me to space. All That's the way. It. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> well, great pipe questions, of course. Uh, these came in from Mango Andy as he sent them in on the forums at thispipelife.com. Thispipelife.com, an amazing online community. If you've not checked it out, you absolutely should. They've got their great pipe forums. Uh, they've got great images. They've got great articles. They've got fireside chats. It's a wonderful place to uh, to find out what's going on in the pipe world. That's right. Thispipelife.com. And when you register, use the code CSR. It lets them know that you uh, heard about it on this show. It doesn't cost you a dime one way or the other, but it really does help us out. We so. like we like to point people to thispipelife.com it, uh, because it is such a great online resource, particularly for those of our listeners that are newer pipe smokers that want to get uh, more involved, not just in the community, but also in the just have a better understanding about, you know, uh, pipe culture, uh, the tobaccos that are out there, how to keep your pipe lit, uh, any of these 101 type things that we talk about uh, a lot on the show. Uh, it's a really good resource. We, we'd love to direct you to the forums there, and uh, we know you'll enjoy it. This is pipelife.com. Your thoughts, your comments, listener feedback. All right, man, we got some great listener feedback in this week. Uh, let's see. This first one comes up. This was actually from Thomas Golden. Uh, and this was in response to a quick fire question from a while back. Okay. Okay. He says, uh, he says in response to one of the previous quick fire questions, all I'm saying is that if you're not getting the practical application from the old Testament books, then you aren't reading them right. Uh, Thomas also, it's worth mentioning that he was a guest on another podcast called Humans of Rapid City, uh, where he actually gave us a, a really great shout out in the middle of that episode. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Send it in. I listened to it. I really appreciate that, Thomas. So thank you so much for, yeah. uh, for yeah. representing. That's awesome. Uh, on iTunes, we've got... Um, uh, birth name was taken. Yeah. On iTunes, we've got uh, from birth name was taken. Uh, five stars. This is one of my favorite podcasts. I'm a young 22-year-old guy. Oh, man, just rubbing it in. Uh, <laughs> that has been smoking a pipe for about two years. Uh, toba- tobacco Jesus and the Duke of York have given me the greatest lessons in pipe. we got to stop this. No, this I, is just, I like that. This, That's is, this good. is terrifying. I, I'm, I'm really against all this. Um, <laughs> Uh, it, it have given me the greatest of lessons in pipe culture, pipe and tobacco choice, and my personal favorite, the heroes of the bowl. Mm. Uh, to JD and Bo, thank you, cheers, and God bless, man. Thanks so much. Uh, birth name was taken. We appreciate it. Those iTunes reviews are are, are really great. That's so right, man. We, we also got some uh, some some gold coming on here uh, on uh, on on the old Twitter verse. Uh, of course, several people. Uh, congratulating our, our friend Ricky for winning this beautiful lighter tonight. Um, also, uh, folks talking about their, uh, you know, usage of a cutty pipe. Uh, Varge actually has this exact same Savinelli that I'm smoking. He likes it with the Squire's own uh, Fleur de Lis, which is which is great. Hoctor uh, the Love Doctor talks about uh, tamping. Uh, being even more important on a canted bowl. Mm, uh, mm. Some Dublins are the same way. You see a lot of Dublins that are, um, you know, that have that forward cant. Uh, but but probably my favorite Twitter uh, feedback tonight uh, of all, of course, is our first uh, uh, mock-up of the reverse mullet stiletto pipe <laughs> uh, from our friend uh, John Griffin at Party Time Try Hard. John! Um, yeah, so I, I, I'm, I'm just telling you, John, I think you've given an aspiring carver out there the blueprints for something really, <laughs> really magical that for this uh, reverse mullet, mullet stiletto. stiletto. I'm I, I, I just saying, I think I think we could be on to something really big here. <laughs> this, this, this is a game changer this in the pipe world. This could be a game changer. <laughs> this is what's going to push us over the top. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So, oh, uh, man. yeah. Anyway, that's uh, that's pretty fantastic. What I love is that he drew it on what <laughs> looks like those little name tag stickies <laughs> that you put on like binders and stuff. I'm just saying, yeah. No, no. I think I think you're right. I think that's what that is. I, I, I think so. So you can just peel it off and put it right on your block of briar and just start carving. Don't them. get them out of order. You'll yeah. never remember. No, but that's, the that's reverse right. Reverse mullet stiletto. I'm, I'm telling it. you, man. I, I, I think uh, our friends at uh, you know Peterson and Bouchocan and all these other. Uh, manufacturers there if you're listening you, you, you just just give us some credit yeah when, just just let, let them just, know just give us some credit when you start making a fortune on this new shape that's right just saying that's right <laughs> yeah, you know what they'll give us credit for is the name yeah everybody will love exactly. the pipe and they'll talk about oh the great manufacturing like <laughs> what know, a ridiculous name why <laughs> on earth would you name it that <laughs> those idiots over at that stupid podcast <laughs> Bunch of, golly. That's, that's exactly right yeah that's man. fantastic wait we've uh, we mentioned it already uh, at, of course at the top of the show the the uh, country squire radio pipe club is now uh, live accepting members and uh, we've gotten some great feedback from club members as well uh, we've got uh, Rob who said uh, so happy to support Country Squire Radio you guys are the best
podcast. Mark VV, man, this is a no-brainer. Glad to join uh, and got you guys and be on this journey. Uh, Jonathan says, can't wait to get uh, the online pipe club going. That's right. We actually have one of our goals as we build up the membership to open up the uh, the online, uh, the, the Country Squire a radio online pipe uh, lounge. That's right. It, it's going to be really, really yeah, great. We're excited once we get there to, to do that. That's yep. right. Uh, John also uh, wrote in and says, uh, this is the first podcast that I've ever supported financially, and I don't think I could have picked a better one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Casey Pappy. I'm so honored by this. Absolutely, yeah. man. Yeah. Uh, Casey Pappy Badger, he says, uh, what what a great opportunity. Thanks to all. Uh, thanks for all you guys do. Uh, Justin writes in honored to support the podcast and Varge says, what a great idea. Proud to be a founding member. And yes, sir, Varge, you and, uh, and your, uh, your cohorts, uh, members of the, uh, the country squire radio pipe club, all to this date are, uh, are founding members. That's and right. Hey, if you're listening right now, you want to join the club. You can too, you too can be a founding member by joining now. That's right. Uh, you can go to patreon.com slash country squire radio, or just go to country Click join the club. It's right there on the, on the page. Uh, we'd love to have you as a member of the pipe club. Help us build something really amazing. That's right. And uh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. So we're yeah. doing a giveaway next week. That's right. Right. Yeah. And so uh, next week uh, we're going to pick a lucky new club member uh, who, who's joined the the actual club at the uh, Squire or the Pilgrim Pilgrim uh, level. And uh, we are going to give away. I'm really excited about this because I have one of these and I use it all the time. What? Um, this is a <laughs> this is a. Uh, leather smoker's pouch mm. from our friend Danny Vasquez, Danny at, Vasquez. at Bird and Bear Pipes. Um, it is a $60 value. It is made from distressed pigskin, and it's got this beautiful uh, kind of leather tassel that holds it together. Mm. It, it, I, I love this because it doesn't force you... It, it's perfect for all your smoking needs, and it doesn't force you to put certain things in certain slots. It just has a nice, generous, protected uh, kind of uh, pocket for everything. So you can put your pipe, your cleaners. It'll fit a tin of tobacco, uh, lighter matches, tamps, whatever. You can even put a couple pipes in there. Yeah. I, I even fit my Bing's favorite in here, and like it, it doesn't. My Bing's favorite doesn't fit in any pouch that I own. So it's <laughs> uh, a good generous so size. I, yeah. I love this. It's just such a great thing. It's stylish. It just looks really sharp and. Uh, that that high quality leather that he was able to uh, snag just for this particular thing. So yeah. uh, Danny does such a good job. Great friend of my my you know the shop and my and our show and and everything else. And um, along with this uh, smoker's pouch, we we're actually throwing in a uh, Jetline butane pipe lighter. Ooh. So uh, pretty cool. Uh, we use these all the time here around the country. Squire it's our best selling pipe lighter here in the shop, and uh, certainly something that is reliable and um, and refillable. So uh, man, just a great thing. We'll give away that next week to a um, lucky new club member. That's right. That's right. So yep. join the club again, countrysquireradio.com. Click join the club to do it. Uh, we also want to encourage you to tune in to our live podcast. That's right. That's why we record the show live every single Monday night at 6.30 Central Time. That's 4.30 Pacific, 7.30 Eastern. You can keep up with us throughout the week. You can follow us on Twitter. I'm at the Real Bo York. I'm at John David Cole, or you can get us at the shop at, at underscore Country Squire. You can also follow the show at Squire Radio. And of course, all of that contact information and more can be found at CountrySquireRadio.com. Well, man, you know, I, I should also mention this as well. Uh, whether you're a, a pipe club member or just a, a patron, uh, one of the things you can look forward to on a monthly basis is a uh, an email blast, kind of letting you know what what shows we have on the horizon, uh, and also kind of a great way for uh, for patrons to help uh, us kind of determine what shows they want to see as well. So uh, be looking for that in the future. But that being said, I think is it okay if I say what we're doing next week? What are we doing next week? Oh, we're going to do Squire Select. Oh, yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a Squire Select. It's going to be a great one. Uh, going to be some delicious uh, scotches. Maybe even your gift if it's still I, left. No, it, 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 we probably will be. If, if the whole bottle's not left between now and then, I mean, that we, we've got other issues. Well, we'll see. We'll, we'll see what's, what's there. We'll see what's there. Wait, is it bad that my bottle of bourbon is already gone i don't want to talk about it okay fair yeah, enough not on air <laughs> to protect the innocent or the guilty it's right. still there it's still there it's still there some of it not not all of it not much of it it's still there it's still there good all right guys well thank you all so much for tuning in <laughs> and uh yeah man let's go have a night see you brother listening to country squire radio a member of the pottery network for more information on this and other shows please visit pottery.com
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.